Hey, it's Kim and Jen, and you're listening to Inebriated Input. In a sec, you'll hear our regularly scheduled episode with all of our amazing advice and drunken hijinks. But first, we wanted to share another cool podcast with you. Is listening to true crime podcasts all the time getting you down, but you just can't stop? Try listening to Bloody Murder. We're an Australian comedy true crime podcast focusing on some of the lesser-known murder cases from Australia and around the globe. We use black comedy as a means to tell horrifying true crime stories. But our humour is respectful and never at the expense of victims or their loved ones. Bloody Murder has been nominated for four Australian Podcast Awards. We've been going for over three years now. So we have loads of episodes for you to binge. You can listen to Bloody Murder on Spotify and any of your favourite podcatchers. Before we begin, remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. another drink i have to heat it up oh yeah because it's a hot toddy yum how you doing buddy i'm okay oh just a warning i just gave the dogs rawhide chews so you're gonna be able to hear them and the audio will definitely pick it up yeah so this will be part of it anyway uh, i'm doing great i just like I just let the dogs out, and I was, like, on Facebook while I was out there, and I'm in this cooking group, and somebody straight up posted this post that was like, I found these mushrooms in my yard. I cooked them with some garlic and butter. Google says they're safe to eat. And I'm just like, oh, girl. Yeah. I mean, I just, I can't. Like, everyone was like, this is a fucking joke, right? Like. You never eat mushrooms you find without getting at least three forms of verification and Google is not appropriate. Like, not a good idea. So listeners, please don't, um, she goes, by the way, she also wrote, I'm a little worried they're poisonous, but Google says they're okay. Has anyone done this? Looking for someone to tell me I won't die. So, uh, listeners, please, um, please don't do that. Yeah, uh, rely on people who actually know things about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, my dad will forage for morels. Like, I've eaten morels. Like, they're pretty distinctive. But there is like something that is that looks very similar similar to them that is actually poisonous. So you have to be careful. Like. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I I was just like I was like I can't believe this post right now. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) How are you? I'm uh, feeling really good right now, because I yeah. essentially started drinking at, like, two, my time <laughs> with Rhea, <laughs> um, so I'm feeling pretty so, good. So, like, four hours ago, you're good yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, so Rhea came over, and we watched some of the Bly Manor, the haunting of Bly Manor. How is that? It's okay. It's slower. It's slower than the first, than the haunting of Hill House. 
And, is it um, with the same people? Is it the same? Is it like their second one? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't realize. Okay, I've got to watch it then. And it's based on the turn of the screw. And so I've read all those um, turn of the century horror horror books. So right. I'm like, I know what's happening and Rhea hasn't. And so I'm like, I'm no. trying not to say things. She's like, I think they're possessed. I'm like, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. <laughs> you did and very it, good with that for me when we were watching the other one. When I was like, do you think ghosts can exist outside of the time spectrum? Because I think this could be it. And you're like, I don't think that can happen. But just watch the show. And then it was <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, try, I tried really hard with you. And, uh, well, it was the first, it wasn't the first time watching it with you, The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. So I could, like, I'd seen it all. But, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Okay. And, um, okay. Yeah. Is and it as good as The Haunting of the Hill House? I, you know, I think Haunting of Hill House is creepier. Okay. But I felt I mean, the there same were way a about the book, scenes in too. There. Yeah. yeah, there were a couple scenes in that one that I, like, there was one specific scene where it was, like, two in the morning, and I was watching it on my computer by myself, and I was pausing it every five seconds to give myself a breather. <laughs> like, because I yeah. knew it was going to happen, and it was coming, and I was like, and I was like, I can't do this! And I'd pause it, and then be like, okay, Kim, you can do this. And I'd try to do this, and I can't do it! <laughs> Yeah, I don't, this isn't as creepy as okay. The Haunting of Hill House, but I also felt the same way about the book, the Shirley Jackson book, compared to the, oh God, who was it? Henry James or something? Not Henry James. Uh, the Turn of the Screw. Uh, the Turn of the Screw isn't that creepy. Okay. It, but uh, it is, it's supposed to be creepy, but it, to me it wasn't that creepy. Got it. But um, I love, I love those novels, both of those, because I'm okay. already tired, and so I need to get yeah. my energy back up. Maybe okay, I'll do like coffee, because right now the drink I'm doing is oh yeah, tell us about your drink. Hot cider, we're calling it hot toddy Rhea. Uh-huh. A, a hot cider and fireball or red hot. Delicious. So like, right, and, and it's good. So I do like a cup of hot cider, and maybe two shots of, of fireball is what I found. Nice. And it is it is tasty, and you barely know there's alcohol in it. Oh yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really that drunk though, so I might have to. Okay. You've only but, been drinking for five hours at this point. I in know, time. I know, but I've been slowly drinking. I haven't been like downing a lot of. It's been five hours, like four, okay. drink, five drinks over five hours. Um, but so I might switch it. I wonder what it, like Fireball would taste like in coffee, because I think I might need some caffeine I mean, or Coke. I think Coke. Ooh, that would be delicious. Okay, that, that might be my so next drink. So good. Yes. Yeah. Um, I am drinking right now a Murphy Lagoon, and so I've always had in I googled my soul, that. I had to Google it. Yeah. I've always had in my soul wanting to get into tiki drinks, and for a few years now, I've asked Chase if I should start ch- collecting tiki mugs, and he says no. <laughs> he doesn't want me to start collecting another thing. And then I also read an article about cultural appropriation that someone said something that really, like, made me think about it. But this person was like, like... It's always kind of awkward to look over and see, like, your ancestors' gods in a cup that people are drinking from. <laughs> but so I bought my first tiki mug, but it's a mermaid. So it's not, like, any of the... Oh, okay. It's easy. Yeah. But it's still kind of stylistic. It's still in that style. The brand is called Geeky Tiki, and they do the best tiki mugs that are based on, like... Like, they have, like... Star Wars mugs and Golden Girls mugs and all of they're so fun but then I was like is it still cultural 
cultural appropriation or is it its own culture at this point in time that stemmed from this or is like and so i'm just like i'm still struggling with where that falls but uh so this is my first foray into exotic tiki cocktails it's very simple because most of them call for like 20 rums so you you need to have at least there's eight designations of rums you should have for on hand for tiki cocktails apparently so uh, we, I went out yesterday and I bought one rum. I mean, I had rum, but I bought one specifically for this and some falernum. And that's what it is. It's basically a dark rum and I use plantation and falernum. I think I'm saying that right, but it might be falernum or falern. I don't know. And, um, and some guava juice. And it's pretty good. I pre-gamed with a corn and oil, um, which is falernum and dark rum. So it's basically... The drink I'm drinking right now, but without the guava juice. And I kind of like that better. The guava juice is a little bit too sweet for me. Yeah, I Googled it and it said it was a fairly sweet drink. It's so, very sweet. It needs yeah. some lime. I need some, to be honest, I'm like drinking it. I'm like, I need some fucking lime right now. I need something. I need a little bit of tart here. I'm kind of <laughs> struck. It's a little bit too sweet for me. <laughs> okay, and I just I, switched out to um, Coke and, and Fireball. Nice. Yeah. Because the hot... The hot toddy was a little too warm for this evening. How warm is it where you are? It's got to be in the 70s. God, I'm just so ready for real fall, you know? It's like 80 right. here. It is 70 like, here. Mm -hmm. It gets like really chilly at night. And I'm like, yes, it's fall. And then it's October right now, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's fine where I am in Colorado. I get it. But I would expect you to be a little bit crisper where you are in Michigan. No, it's still pretty much on par with where it should be from years past okay so it's like in the upper 60s and then it gets down gets down to 40 overnight okay yeah that sounds right um yeah, yeah we've been doing like 50s i i have a lemon tree and i put it outside because it's because i googled this and um i can't tell if i'm watering it too much or too little so i was like googled the science in this tree and it says if the leaves start to turn yellow, that's a sign of overwatering. Mm -hmm. And then it said if the leaves start to curl up and dry out, that's a sign of underwatering. And I was like, okay, great. What the fuck do you do if both things are happening on the same plant? <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't get it. So we've been moving it outside and watering it every day and then pulling it in at night so it's not out in the cold. But yeah. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know what to do. They just want okay. to mess with you. Yeah, it's it's specifically me. They're just like, I'm going to fuck with mm -hmm. Kim. She's trying to be good with plants right now. And we're going to like do everything we can to like get in her head. And it's succeeding. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. my, my brother got me, um, as an early birthday present, the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Yeah, he got me the Nintendo Switch. And then I got myself Animal Crossing for Nintendo Switch. Okay. And I'm obsessed. So, we have a Switch, and I've never actually used it. Chase keeps being like, you should play the Zelda game. And I'm like, yeah, and then I just don't. So, are you saying yeah. I should go get Animal Crossing for the Switch? Yes. Okay. Yes. Unless, well, I don't know. if you. Uh, uh, it's dangerous, because I kind <laughs> of play it every chance I can. Okay. Um, before, I, before I got it, I had read, like, I was reading like four books a week, and <laughs> since I got it, 
I haven't read a book. <laughs> um, yeah, but Rio was playing Animal Crossing. I brought her over and she played Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And she also was obsessed with it. Like, she just spent like an hour with it. And she's like, I love this. All and right. You go diving for uh, for marine life and well, you build your house and you visit other islands. I guess, so, I, I mean, so this is going to sound really snotty and I don't mean it that way, but like it was super huge like in March and then the yeah. beginning of quarantine. And then I guess I was like, I, then I haven't heard anything about it since yeah. like those beginning everyone was obsessed. So I just guess I didn't even really think about like people still playing it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else is actually playing okay. it, but I am. You get um, the fun part, I think my favorite part, other than the diving marine for marine life, is that a museum is built on your island. Okay. And then you have to uh, find things for the museum. And so you pick oh, up specimens. Cool. And it's a beautiful museum. It's got like three wings. That's way cool. <laughs> it's a beautiful museum. And you're just filling it with all the specimens you find. Uh, yeah. That's cool. I love it. Okay, let's do a question. Okay. Yeah? Yep, I'm okay. ready. I'm ready. So, oh wait, do we have a, do we have a sign off for the one he's going to read? Sign? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm going to send to him. I'm going to just, I'll just send, email him quick. I put it, sign okay. baby boom bastard. That wasn't the one that you, oh, that's, that's our, the one, you're going to read that one. Oh yeah, okay. He's going to read it's, the third one. This is signed meh. Yeah. Spoiler alert. By the way, I was like, hey, do you have any preferences? And he's like, no, uh, I'm open to anything. But, like, I've had some, like, interesting relationship experiences. So, like, that'd be great. And then I sent this to him. He's like, ooh, that one's a fucking doozy. I'm like, yeah, I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, spoiler for, well, it's not really a spoiler. It's a teaser. A teaser, anyway. yeah. Okay. So, here we go. My mom and brother both have ADHD, and their dynamic can be really great sometimes, and other times it can be awful. And they argue until they're both exhausted. My mom even had to call the cops and have him admitted to psychi- to the psychi- to a psychiatric unit. He doesn't know how, or he doesn't see how his behavior is unacceptable, and has made it very difficult for our mom on multiple occasions. This has really hindered our mom's ability um, to hire and keep professional contractors. I just, they live together. I don't think that's here anyway. Yeah, they this live together. Is, yeah. This has really hindered our mom's ability to hire and keep professional contractors. My brother is a handy worker. He works for a heating and air company and is really good at fixing things. But when he isn't busy, he criticizes and argues with the professionals my mom hires until they leave the job frustrated. It's obviously exhausting and something needs to give. People have recommended kicking him out, but my mom was kicked out at 18 not for any other reason than because she was 18 and her parents thought it was time for her to live on her own. And she knows what it's like to be on the streets and how difficult it is to get off your feet when you're that down. But he has completely taken advantage of the situation. What can be done? Signed, Professional Nagger. Yeah, um, stay out of it. Can I just... Yeah. She isn't one of the two people in this relationship. Yeah, or in this household, yeah. She yeah. sounds like she's moved out, or yeah. he. Sounds like they've moved out. And um, if your mom comes to you for advice, you could maybe say, like, you don't have to kick him out, but you could set a deadline. Like, hey, 
this isn't, like, you need to live on your own. You've got three or six months to get your finances in order and save up and um, and move out. Yeah, and if but, the real issue is that uh, he's nagging, like, the professional people who come in to do the work on, on the house, just not have him not be there. Yeah, have him come when he's at work. He said he has a job. Mm-hmm. Schedule it for when he's gone. Like, Sorry, this really made answer. me think of... For short-term this, answer. This made me think of that commercial... Yes, talk about it a few I know what times. you're talking about. Yeah, where he's like, starts to tell, like, like, oh, you're using a, that wrench good. And he's like, oh, you hired him to help you. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need your help. Yes. We all saw uh, it. We all see it. We all see it. Yes. His hair's blue. Blue. <laughs> blue. He's got blue hair. <laughs> They're so funny. I'm going to eat a big lunch and then just a snack for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I love that commercial. I love that whole series. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> so, I don't know if this is a really complicated question, right? Because it's right. really it's really none of the letter writer's business. Yeah, Like, it's stay not. out of it and let them figure and, it out. And, you know, and I said that earlier, like, if your mom comes to you and asks questions, like, asks for your advice, or your brother is too, you don't have to get into it. You just have to be like, you know what? You two need to discuss this between the two of yourself. I i don't want to be involved in this. Mm-hmm. I've had to do that in my own family situations where someone's like, tell this person this. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not a go-between. They're the ones living together. They have to deal with it to get themselves. No, I mean, arguing 100% of the time until you're both exhausted and wore each other out, that sucks. Yeah, but there's nothing that you, the letter writer, can say to them right. to yeah. fix whatever you- is happening. If you can, you can written, nag and nag and or nag your all brother you written in. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's just not going to happen. give them advice. Right. But, like, it seems like it's a toxic uh, environment that they are both okay with. Yeah. They're like, kind it of really feeding sucks. off each other, right? Yeah. It really sucks when you see somebody, like, that you love and care about or a couple people that you love and care about in a toxic situation, but you can't make the decisions for them to get out of it. They need to make that for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like your mom has some real, like, serious reasons why she doesn't want to do that. Yeah. You don't say how old your brother is, by and the she's way. She's a bit codependent. You say he has really... a job. Yeah. Yes, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Both of these people get something out of this relationship. Yeah. And this situation. They're both getting something out of this, and that's why they stay in it. So. And I don't know if letting us know that he has ADHD really plays into our answer to this. Yeah, no. Or the mom, too. Like, who yeah. can Like, that's... That's beside the point. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because we could have very clearly read this and answered this in the same way that we just did without that little bit of information about your mom and her brother. Their their mental health diagnoses have nothing to do with this interaction. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it makes it a little bit harder for them to disconnect where they need to disconnect and connect where they need to connect, but they're the ones who have to figure that out. Counseling. Yeah, and I guess therapy, I could see, like, from the outside of, like, like, thinking, like, they both have this similar thing, and I don't have this and don't don't understand the dynamic, but again, letter writer, it has really nothing to do with you. Yeah. At all. And that they both have um, ADHD, really, like, they know the triggers of ADHD, like, they, they're, they're in it. They, uh, right. they are feeding off each other. I, Right. Yeah. They're fine with what's going on. It's really what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. 
It just seems to be bothering you. And mm-hmm. they probably, part of it could be that they both come to you complaining about it. And yeah. you don't talk about that here, but like you're observing it. And if it didn't bother you, you wouldn't have written, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe it bothers you because you care about both of them and don't want this to be happening. But um, maybe they're both complaining to you. And again, you have to come to that point where you're like, I, I can't do this. I'm, I'm not... I'm, I'm not a therapist. I'm not your person to come and dump all of these frustrations on. They need to deal with it together themselves. Yep. Agreed. I think okay. we're done. I think that's that it. Was that, that was yeah. easy. That was so easy. Wow. Easy. I think we did that in like, like less than 10 minutes. Yeah. We're going to kick yeah. through all these questions because I think we're only like halfway drunk is really what it is. That's, I think that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> Even though I've been drinking for like four hours. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's a part of there. Okay, I need a drink, and then I'm going to tell you about my sex dream. Mm-hmm. Your what? My sex dream. That's what I thought you said. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put lemon in there. I'm happier now. Wait, I don't have my headphones on. If you're back, oh, okay. don't sit in my seat, Jocko. Move. Move the butt. Did you put lemon in there? Nope. I'm back. Are you back? I am back. I put the juice of half of a lemon in because I don't have any lime. Yeah. In my drink this time, it's much, much better. better. Yeah. Much better. Mwah. Okay. I want to hear about your sex dream, but I also want to tell you that last night, I finally made rice fucking right in color <laughs> my altitude, which is also sensual. Yes. Oh my god! I'm so pumped about it. Anyway, go ahead. Please tell okay, me okay. your sex dream. So this isn't a very graphic dream, okay. but. So most of my sex dreams are like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Think it's lovely. Uh, okay. This sex dream was like the longest sex dream, the most, the longest sex dream I've ever had. I met his family first. Okay. I got to know <laughs> him. <laughs> it, was, it was sort of a Jason Momoa lookalike, but like not as hairy or grungy. <laughs> okay. You didn't have a sex dream. You had a relationship. I did. I had a relationship dream. <laughs> I got to know him. Uh, we like we cuddled. <laughs> it was cuddling. <laughs> his his mother um uh helped me uh like she helped me uh do like the self tanning stuff. She like put makeup on me and made me pretty and did my hair. That's hilarious. And then it was like it was like when we got to the actual point of having the da dark, um, like uh-huh. it was like one step at a time. Like, oh, here's the condom. Let's open the condom. Let's put the condom this, on. This is so weird. <laughs> it was so like I think I might have had a relationship with somebody in my dream. And then That's so funny. Just as like the first um yum yum, uh, I wake up. What is with you right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm like girl, that was You're nice, and then I wake the up. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> but it's like step by step. It's like we walked upstairs to his bedroom, his family. Was, uh, uh, he didn't have his own place. So he shared. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so, like, sensual and sweet and nice. Like, it was like, I, I, I yeah. That's so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, it was. You know, but once we got to the really, really good stuff, that's when I woke up. I'm like, damn it. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. That was, it was the so, worst. Like, it was so real. So, yeah, anyway. 
Chase's cousin looks like Jason Momoa. Uh, yeah. Also very young. I did say, like, Chase has tried to grow his hair out long a couple times, and he never gets much past his shoulders, and it always looks awful. I'm like, please don't do this anymore. But his cousin has a very similar, like, hair type, and when he grows it long, and it gets past the shoulders, he looks very Jason Momoa-ish, and I'm like, yeah, I'm into that. So, yeah. babe, if you can skip the awkward bushy Jesus face and get straight to the sexy Jason Momoa stage, I am in. <laughs> Founders is now, um... Oh, really? Yeah, they're out here. In they fact, when I... Founders. I usually drink Kentucky bourbon stout. Yeah, we actually were now making the Kentucky breakfast stout more and it's being distributed everywhere because we've seen a few... Like, we've seen it here in Colorado, which is so funny because when I lived in Michigan, it would come out and it was such a fucking event that <laughs> they sell them in four packs and they would only let you buy one four pack per, like, in in a place. You had yeah. to sign up in advance. So I signed up in advance at one and then I sent Chase and he signed up in advance <laughs> for me. And then Libby went and signed up in advance and so we got three four packs from that one and then I went to another one and I asked about it and they were like, no, we're not doing that. The, the man told me they weren't doing that. And then the woman that worked for me was like, actually, we are. It's like, fuck you, dude. Oh, huh? that was, I'm so sorry. Hi, Drew. That was a really rough time for you to come into my conversation. Hold on a second. Fuck uh, you, dude. I can hear you, but I, I'm hearing it through the wrong speaker. Okay. We can hear you good, very good. well. Yeah, so but oh, yeah, the, so woman, the, was like, the woman was like, oh, I do hear an echo. Oh, I do hear an echo. Nope, not anymore. Nope, not anymore. Cool. Cool. So the lady working there was like, hey, girl, I'll put you on the waiting list for this beer. Hey, when girl. the man there tried to tell me there wasn't a waiting list. And that's why I was mad. Uh, to give you man. a little bit of context. The man's trying to keep you, you from the beer. the beer. Yeah, how dare he? I agree. Beer is the best. You can't be. <laughs> I agree. You must always have it. <laughs> Agreed. So, hi. Hey, I'm Jennifer, by the way. I'm Jennifer. Hi, I'm Drew. Hi. hi, Drew. It's nice to meet you. Fancy meeting you here. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> come around these parts uh, every once in a while. You just don't see me all the time. <laughs> and hi, I'm Kim. So at least we have a voice to a name now. That's right. That's right. Hello, Kim. Hello. Oh, man, I could have told him I was Kim. You're God, right. You could have lied and, and <laughs> really missed that opportunity. Okay. I've, I've uh, listened before, so I, I'm familiar with the voices. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, putting together our email that we sent to Patreon subscribers, and Jen was like, we have some uh, Canadians. And I was like, oh. no, he's from Wisconsin, but... Thanks for calling me out. No, but I should say, Kit, in the last, uh, your last episode, was Canada. Canadian. And I was like, that's where you got it from. Okay, like, yeah. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're not like... I'm in Wisconsin, so it's not too far from Canada, yeah. I suppose. You're practically Canadians. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not as bad as Youpers, but... I agree, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They say they say uh, people from Wisconsin have accents, so and I I like to think I don't have it because I think it's sounds... I hear it. Ah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, yeah, I, we say things weird, like uh, some people say, "Was it is it bag?" I say bag. I say bag. Okay, I think I think oh. I'm I think I'm what? one of the like, unusual like, ones that says bag. Like, like bag, like plastic bag. Yeah, that's how you say it. It's bag. Well, most people from Wisconsin say bag. No. Oh, oh yeah. my husband would fit right in. We have an argument because I say 
bagel because that's the fucking right way to say it. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. I swear a lot. I me um, too. And, oh, good. You're you're gonna fit right in. And for some reason, he says bagel. Bagel. And I'm pretty sure he only says it to piss me off. Like, I don't think he legitimately thinks that's the way you're supposed to pronounce the word, but I get very angry about it every time he says it. So I think he says it just to be annoying. <laughs> what do you what do you say? So if you're like going to drink a Dr. Pepper, what what is that? What kind of beverage is that? Oh, it's a pop. Yeah. So uh, I would say pop, but then I, I lived in Chicago for six years oh, and yeah, I switched yeah. over to soda. Yeah, because... I, I say soda as well. Yeah, I grew up yeah, with I was, pop. I was in New York one time. <laughs> uh, and proper and I, I asked for a pop and some stranger came up to me and says you're not from around here are you <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, not. <laughs> we don't think kindly to your type around here <laughs> so yeah so I was a pop girl and then I switched to a soda girl and then though the one thing the one big like Wisconsin thing that we have <laughs> is uh yeah I probably say Wisconsin weird but I loved it um is we we say bubbler for like a drinking fountain. We oh call yeah, them, no. we call them bubblers. Nope. Nope. They do in Massachusetts, I guess, as well. I, I've learned that. Weird. Yeah. Super weird. So my husband really loves Spotted Cow. It's great. Yeah, he he. Every time he runs into anyone that's in like even the vicinity of Wisconsin, he asks them about it, and then he gets mad at them if they don't drink it. It's always it's like at super weddings. Solid. At weddings in Wisconsin, it's always uh, when they have like the the kegs or whatever. There's always, you know, your Bud Lights, Coors Light, Miller Light. Yep. But there's yep. always one for the Spotted Cow, and Spotted Cow is always, um, uh, is always gone first. I don't, I don't drink it as much as I used to, just because, uh, well, with like the podcast, I'm always trying different ones, and mm-hmm. I have found some stuff that I do like a lot more than Spotted Cow. But I do, I still, I still enjoy the Spotted Cow from it's time to time. It's a solid beer. It is. It is good. Yeah. What are you drinking right now? Oh wait, no. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And tell Please us what you're introduce yourself and tell us what you're drinking. Sure. I'm, I'm Drew. I'm from a, a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch, uh, where our little mantra is craft brews and casual conversations. Usually uh, my me and my co-host Rob, we, we just have a different beer every week, try different things. But uh, we, we get to talk to some cool people along the way uh, as well. Rob sometimes doesn't hang out for the interviews, but uh, he's, <laughs> he's he's pretty funny and he's a, he's a good dude. Um, right now I'm drinking... Uh, Urban Artifact. It's called Spyglass. It's a lemon lime tart. A lemon lime Yum. tart, I should say. Uh, so it's like a sour. Um, Love it. Not very, not very boozy, but it, it tastes good. Uh, it, it's it's good. It's kind of light. It's got that, uh, I guess you could say, uh, summer feel to it yet, because I'm I don't want to be in October. So. <laughs> Wait, what yeah. is the weather like with you right now? I asked Jennifer this earlier. So. Uh, today's a pretty good day. Uh, it's like. Uh, I don't know. It was like maybe in the seventies today, but that's pretty unusual. Uh, Wisconsin, it really, it, it's nuts because it can be. Last week it was in the fifties. Um, you know the leaves are starting to fall and, and change colors and everything. Uh, it's really pretty, but then it gets cold and then it's not warm the next day. There's been times where it's snowing in this time of the year. Yeah, it's uh, it's a hot mess all, all the time. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good day today. Good. Yeah, I was just saying I really want it to be fall. And so I'm in Colorado. Uh, we've already had a big snow here. Okay. Thanks, Colorado, and your fucking weird weather. <laughs> but um, it's like it'll go down to 50, and then in the morning, I was like, yeah, it's fall. And then it hits 80. Yeah. Or it's in the 80s for the day. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, it sucks um, because we just like closed our windows up because yeah. it was getting cold. 
I, I, I turned the AC off and I'm like, all right, we're in, I haven't turned the heat on yet, but I was pretty close. And then, uh, <laughs> the next day it was, it was, it was hot again. It was, yeah. but, uh, yeah, we, I mean, the humidity in Wisconsin is a bitch, but, uh, outside of yeah. that, it, we, we do okay. Yeah. yeah. I forgot humidity existed after I moved to Colorado. Um, oh. and then I went back to Michigan like the first summer after I moved here and like walked out as like being hit in the face with a steamer. And I was like, Oh, this is the thing. Like I forgot about it. You're in very a quick, apparently have a very short memory, but you're from upper or lower, uh, lower, lower. Okay. Like lower mid. Yeah. We're, Jennifer and I were both near Lansing, Michigan. Okay. Oh, Jennifer lives in Lansing, Michigan now. Sure. Oh wait. Well, this is my address. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get your maiden name or, or your mom's maiden name and stuff like that, too, that'd be great. To our podcast, I can probably tell what block I'm on. At this point in time, yes. I think we've talked about it enough. <laughs> yeah, my sister lives in Grand Rapids, so I went there one time um, for her wedding. And it was, I mean, I, I, we didn't really do anything because it was it was shut down, which is, I mean, a pretty oh, poor yeah. time to have a wedding, but, yeah. um, it was outside at a, at a state park and it was really nice and, and it worked out, but, uh, lower Michigan seems pretty cool. I've been to the, uh-huh. I've been to the UP a handful of times and I've, uh, you know, it's like, kind of like if you want to visit, uh, the Hills have eyes or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you get yeah. into the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> that is it in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> But that's cool. Uh, I was going to say something. Oh, about dry heat. Uh, my sister lives in Arizona, and it gets obviously really hot there, and everyone's like, well, at least it's the dry heat. And she's like, so is putting your head in the oven. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Sylvia Plath. Like, Sylvia Plath. That's right. I'm so glad I got that reference right right now. After I haven't had like a ton to drink, but I've had enough. I'm like... You shouldn't reference cultural things that you might get wrong. What are you What are you drinking right now? Okay, so I am drinking a Murky Lagoon. It's my second, but I started with something else before. Yeah, let me, oh God, now I'm like counting my drinks. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually about to switch to a beer because I'm like, I should stop drinking hard liquor. So a Murky Lagoon is a rum-based drink. I was just telling Jennifer about how I'm like getting into tiki cocktails and okay. like really buying in. So. Yeah, I'm a. I can't handle hard liquor. I'm. I'm really. I'm. A, I'm like a real big baby with that kind of stuff. Um, I just feel like, I mean, if it's mixed well, I can. I can handle it. But you know, shots are just not my thing. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. It's yes. just like even the best oh. tequila tastes like shit. I bet one of the earlier episodes we did. I think. Well, I don't know how early it was, but uh, it was a while ago. I did uh, an episode with my friend Joe, and we did that Pocky one chip challenge. Uh, which is like, uh, it's like Carolina Reaper pepper on a tortilla oh. chip. And it's, uh, I mean, it's like, it's like a couple million on the Scoville and we recorded it and, uh, tried to do an episode there. And that was, uh, yeah, that was pretty rough, yeah. but I see that, that they did a new one that's even hotter. So I might, we might revisit it. Who knows? I'll I mean, see how I'll, Rob can do if he I'll, can take it. I think I would try it, but I'm a little bit afraid. Oh, it's, it's unpleasant. It's not fun. <laughs> In the slightest. Jen, how are you with hot sauces? Oh, she's in the other room. She's making another drink. (laughs) (laughs) I think she is drinking right now. She switched over. She was drinking cider and um, 
Oh shit! What's the cinnamon fireball? She's drinking oh, cider and fireball, but she decided it was too warm where she was because it's like seventy there. Yeah. So she couldn't keep drinking that, so she she switched over to Coke and Fireball. But actually, I can't remember if she told me how it was because I thought it sounded delicious. So it is like... delicious. Okay, there you okay. go. It sounds amazing. I'm like a magician. You're talking yeah. about me, and then I'm right back in. <laughs> I once I once went to a, a Packer game at Lambeau Field in in Green Bay. Um, with uh, a, a couple of friends and, and everything, and we were um, I went with my my former father-in-law, uh, divorced, but uh, he, he, me and him finished a bottle of Fireball, and we mixed it with like uh, Reds, Reds Apple, which it sounds like yes. we were doing previously. Uh-huh. Oh it, yeah, it did, oh yeah, yeah. It tastes well. It 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 was it went down smooth, but uh, I passed out in the stadium about. Uh, yes. I, I, I watched like three minutes of the game, and I, I was. Just, <laughs> Asleep the rest of the time is unfortunate. That's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, they won so it. I mean, Drew, it was a good I, game. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're, no. you're good. Well, I was gonna change the subject, so but keep going if you. No, I, <laughs> I like to talk over people. I was just gonna say it was it was a good it was a good game. It was it was fun. <laughs> what I was gonna say, Drew, was that I think you're our first guy. Oh yeah, my yes. brother. Except yeah. for my brother, who I call randomly when he's very very drunk because he's a navy boy and he drinks a lot. Nice. But uh so I your poor brother, by the way. All we do is talk about like he comes on when we're drunk and he is too and talks yeah. about <laughs> his drinking. Well, that's great. Consumption. Well he's a navy boy, so he knows yeah. how to drink. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah. Yeah, you're our first dude. Well I'm honored. Yeah. I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, so the first question is about menstruation. Okay. <laughs> Surprise, we changed it. No, I'm just kidding. We did not change it. Um, okay, should we get into the questions? Let's dive in. Do it. Do I get uh, to? I get to say it, don't I? Yeah, you get to read the first one, and, and then, then you, and then Drew, yeah. you're gonna read the second one. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. It's me with Drew. All right. My husband and I have been together for seven years and married for three, and we're about to have a baby. My husband recently came home with a toddler and claimed it was his cousin's secret child. And we had to watch her for a few days until his wife calmed down. And they could get the and they could couldn't get the stuff they needed for her. He said it would be good practice for us. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> for when our little one arrived. I thought that was weird. But his cousin sent me a text verifying the story, and I wasn't going to throw a toddler out. <laughs> Not with the bathwater. <laughs> I just went along with it. Besides, we already had our nursery set up, so we had the space for her. Well, a few days turned into a week, a week turned into two, and two turned into a month. I'm currently eight months, and I could pop at any moment, so we need our nursery back. I finally sat my husband down and told him he had to get his cousin to come pick his daughter up because we had we wouldn't need the nursery. He kept insisting they just needed another week or two, but he was acting weird, and I had a bad feeling. I asked him if there was something he wasn't telling me, and he denied, 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 until I told him this <laughs> was his one chance to tell me the truth, and if it came out later, I would divorce him immediately. He admitted he cheated on me, and the little girl is his from a one-night stand. Her mother recently passed away, and he was contacted to take custody, or she would have been put into foster care. He said he couldn't do it that, he couldn't do that to her. He kept saying you, I lost my spot. He kept saying he was sorry, and it meant nothing. I just sat there, feeling numb. He said he wants us to raise her together as our little girl. And since our baby is a boy, this is perfect because we could get the best of both worlds. 
I'm currently staying at my sister's and I feel so numb. I keep expecting the tears to come. They haven't. My husband keeps texting me, begging me to come home. He says he needs me and he can't do this stuff for himself and he loves me more than anything. That's obviously a lie. He wouldn't have done this to me if he loved me. I just don't know what the hell is I'm going to do. This is such a mess. What do I know? What do I do now? Signed, baby boom bastard. <laughs> One little caveat, the bastard is not the baby. It's the fa- it's the father. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, this, this question's intense. And, it's hard. Um, <laughs> I, I tried to put a lot of drama in it. So you I did. You got that. You hit job. that. Yeah. You did very well. I... Uh, I personally don't kind of fuck around with cheating. Um, so like if I feel like if you're in a relationship and you're at the point where like, you're going to cheat, you should have ended the relationship already. Um, also like, uh, first things first, I would, and I don't know what the kind of character this, the, the, the mother who passed away was, but, uh, get a DNA test just to solidify, uh, that it is indeed your, your child. Um, Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, I mean they're not um, they're not expensive. Uh, you can get them for like two hundred dollars, I think, and yeah. it's probably a good investment just to make sure. <laughs> sure yeah. But um, I mean, as far as like, yeah, she's at her sister's. She's about she's pregnant. That that sucks. Um, I, I I I personally would not take him back because I, I would allow him to be a part of the child's life that uh, she's about to have. But it's. But yeah. uh, like I said, I just I don't really don't mess with the cheating stuff, and I, I understand that um, every relationship is different, um, and maybe maybe there's something that he needs to work on himself and become a better person. Maybe he has some sort of uh, anxieties or something, but uh, still, it, you're in a marriage. You need to you need to communicate that with the person, and uh, and the fact that like you're, you're so sorry, yeah, but you lied initially saying like this is my cousin's secret kid, like bro. And I got his cousin in on it. His right. cousin like vouched.
you know, I guess when I got the news or I or it, it all kind of unfolded, uh, you know, I said something was wrong for for a long time. And then finally, kind of the truth came out. And don't I wouldn't I wouldn't take it with like, yeah, you can be numb. I, I get that. And uh, but don't like, you know, you, you're going to have to co-parent with this person for a long time. So really try not to try not to explode and, and just add even more attention because uh, ultimately that impacts your kid, too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you made a, a good point a moment ago. Where, like, he cheated. Like, you knew something was wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a one-night stand isn't isn't really a one-night stand. It's it's something's been going on for a while. Right. The relationship's been off the tracks for a while. Yeah. So it's... How, do get, how do you get... You can't really get back on the tracks after something like that. Right. I just, you know, loyalty is a big thing for me. If you're... you're, you're you got married, you committed to a, a lifelong relationship with somebody. Um, I'm not really that traditional of a person, but when it comes to relationships and like marriage, I, I feel I am traditional with that. And I get like, you know, sure. If I see, if I see a hot looking lady, I'll, I'll pass a glance and, uh, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? right, right. But I'm never going <laughs> to pursue I that. Too. Yeah. I mean, if I see a nice looking dude too, I'll be like, Oh, what's up? Yeah. You know, I appreciate the way you look. I wish I looked like that, but, uh, um, Right, mm-hmm. right. That shirt fits really nice. Yeah, thank God dad bods are, are somewhat acceptable these days. <laughs> well, I, I find it funny that the cousin's close enough to lie for the husband, but not close enough to the family for the wife to talk to the other wife, like for the wives to talk to each other. Yeah. Oh, that's right. just true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I uh, I mean, if my, if my cousin texts me and is like, Yo, I, I found out I have this offspring and uh, I got to bring it to my house. Uh, can you just pretend it's yours? First of all, no one would believe it because I already have two kids. And uh, I mean, they're, they're already surprised that I'm they're, They were already surprised that I, I had gotten laid at least twice. <laughs> so at uh, the third time, you got laid the third time. Right. Like, Let's be honest. Like <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> but. I, I I would just be like I'd be like, dude, you're you're fucking insane, man. Like if you think I'm gonna vouch for you like that, it, uh, and I'm not really I'm not really tight with any of my cousins, but at the same time, it's just honesty is the best policy all around. As much as it sucks, like you you made that decision to uh, uh, pursue another individual, and uh, you, you know you you potentially created this kid. As your kid, you're gonna take you, you need to take care of it. Um, stepping up and taking care of the other kid right but like like so he's not 100 percent a trash person but he's maybe like 90 percent now i don't know (laughs) when is the age of toddler cutoff is it four is it three and a half is it five i don't i really know because they said that they've been married for three years and he brought a toddler in yeah. So I would say maybe three and a half. So right before the wedding or right around then, which yeah. that would I feel like would make it even yeah, worse. Of, it's going to be the second scene of this play in which <laughs> he's about to marry her and then he has sex cold feet and then he has a one night stand. But that would be different. Her. It'd be like, I don't, I don't know. I like, yeah, it's a, it's a rough timing too. Like if all of a sudden there's like, We've been married for seven years, married for three, but the kid is five. Like, uh, no, I don't, I don't want to excuse any type of cheating in this regard, but I'm like, 
this is like a toddler right before or right around the time we were getting married. Mm-hmm. That's that's really rough. Yeah, very rough. I uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would do in that situation. Honestly, it would be weird. Yeah, it's, well, I think we 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 um, bashed that one against the rocks. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. Wanna, you want to read the next one? Sure. Yeah. All right. Oh. Here we go. Uh, so this person says, uh, I've lost the motivation to do anything, homework, my hobbies, eating healthy, walking, my form of exercise, anything. I don't want to be in college, but my mom is forcing me to go to college and I guess I'm fine with it because it gives me more options in the future. I hate it, but I know I need it. Uh, I don't have any hopes and dreams. I don't have aspirations or uh, a dream life. I'm just getting through each day. I'm doing the bare minimum to stay in school. I'm not writing books anymore. I'm not looking forward to playing anything, but uh, I'm not looking forward to anything but playing D&D with my friends every day. How do I get aspirations? How do I look forward uh, to the future? How do I get the will to do well in college? I just want to be as normal as I can be and have hopes and dreams again. How do I do that? Signed, meh. And, uh, well, meh, I've... uh, I've encountered this as well a little bit. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people go through stuff like this. And my first, uh, I guess my first feeling or instinct when I'm reading this is uh, you're depressed and you need to uh, uh, seek some therapy. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some really good helpful drugs out there too for depression. Right. (laughs) So if it's a, it's a bit of imbalance somewhere, get some drugs and you don't turn those things around. There's nothing wrong with like, turn those things away. My brain doesn't make these, these chemicals properly so i need a little bit to help right nothing wrong with that at all like yeah. please get the drugs you need to help it if you need them mm-hmm. and I also like with uh uh i mean the, if, if the only thing you're looking forward to is playing dungeons and dragons with your friends uh, and, and you're it sounds like you used to be a writer because you said you're writing yeah. you're not, not writing books anymore uh why don't you why don't you write some some D stuff why don't you uh yeah. make make out the you know, the format and create the story arc and, and do everything like that. And, um, and nowadays, uh, you can even turn that into a podcast. There's a, there's a yeah. podcast that I listen to called uh, rolling misadventures. It's a tabletop, uh, role-playing game, uh, podcast, and they do yeah. different stories that it, and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, he does name one thing that he still enjoys doing. D&D. Right. So he can right. focus on that. Like there at least is something there's, there's a kernel of something to grab onto. I have a friend that started a company based around D&D in like a, in our region, we have, we engage business leaders and students. Like we look at it as a team building exercise and that's what we do for our company is we embrace this, uh, this narrative and use it to, like we apply it to different scenarios that could help you in your real life. Yeah, absolutely. That, that sounds great. And too, like you're, if you're looking forward to seeing your friends to play D and D, maybe you should talk to your friends about how you feel and, and see what they have to say. Um, I've, you know, I've gone through spurts like this too, where, you know, I just don't, I, I kind of hated where I was at in, in life. Um, like I said before, I was, you know, I was a young, a young parent. Um, and then for a, a good amount of time, I've been, I've been a single dad, um, to at both point at one uh, for one kid and two kids. Um, so it's, uh, you kind of like reflect on your life a lot just to kind of see where you're at. And unfortunately, I, uh, sometimes I compare myself to others and I'm not quite where I want to be. 
and that that can be a, a total bummer and um yeah I've, I've been there too but uh and i to the point where i had to go to the emergency room because my anxiety attacks were so bad because yeah. i felt i felt like pretty much exactly what he's saying like i just didn't give a shit anymore and uh um you know eventually i got i did get some medicine i haven't taken in in years but uh and i've kind of acknowledged um i'm this isn't the normal way to feel and that looks like that's what you're doing too um but really really it's just talking to somebody about it um and then and taking the taking the one passion you have dungeons and dragons and doing something creative with it uh yeah. th- really that's it could be enough to spur you on it could be just the thing you need right it could just inspire you to write your support. next book like i can't i can't or even even start the confidence to go to a therapist right like uh, it's so often have... sorry oh, it's go. so often we think we're getting better and we're not mm-hmm. yeah and so and so we say we think we're getting better so we say we don't need to go to a therapist and then we deeply dip even deeper um and so it's just like right now go to a doctor go to a therapist yeah. do it and yeah, do it's, it it's 100%, it'll save your life it's worth it. it it can be difficult to talk to people and i get that but like there's this line where like going back to what he said like he was or he or she i'm not writing books anymore books feels right. like it's so much writing that you've committed to in the past and been like so invested in i don't even like i know people that are writers and they don't talk about themselves as writing books because like writing and writing a novel are totally different things like there is passion involved in writing a novel or a book like that's so much writing mm-hmm. and oh i'm so proud of you for having been able to do that and I just want you to be able to keep doing it and so you might need to you might need to go talk to somebody to get back into that heavy writing mindset but man that's that's impressive that you like well, consider like, yourself writing books but uh, and no judgment what, no judgment. It's what? Of, nothing that's being mean yeah maybe it's bad yeah. writing that's what I'm saying it doesn't if this matter. Actually, right now, I would not say that. I don't, <laughs> no, I, it's bad I don't care if it's bad writing. The idea behind, like, I'm a like, I'm writing something and I'm writing a book. Mm-hmm. They're different, and it doesn't matter if it's shitty writing. The like, the chutzpah behind uh, writing a book versus I like to write. Yeah. Those are two very different things. Yeah. And I just want this person to be able to like capture that drive like i'm writing a book versus writing i there's nothing oh god now i'm not well, put, put too much, much effort in writing wrong book, right writing short. Be, i'm sorry <laughs> you might be too like I, I used to write all these books and now he doesn't and it's okay if he doesn't write all these books that's maybe true too. Next, like maybe you put too much oh what's the pressure word? on himself too much pride i guess i don't know yeah. Um, yeah, he just, he just leaned too hard into it. And maybe, maybe what he wrote wasn't good. And then he got lots of bad feedback and now he doesn't write at all, which is, he should continue to write. Well, being, being in college too already, I don't, don't leave college because uh, you could find your next, the next thing that drives you that the next, uh, uh, inspiration or something. Also, most universities have free, uh, counseling. Yes. So, yes. Like, don't. Oh, yes. Yeah. Don't leave, and and you know you might find you might just take take up some random classes. Don't don't uh, 
Who cares uh, what your major is? Just enroll in some so some true. extracurricular stuff. And uh, uh, you know, when I was in college, the, the first time, like for my undergrad, I I changed my major a couple times. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, I ended up in radio, TV, and film, and I'm, I'm I did that for a little bit. Uh, it, as far as financially, it didn't work out, but uh, um, now I'm back in fucking school again uh, for for a grad for my master's degree. Um, and I mean. And, and I'm going for teaching. It's it's something it's it's completely different. But, you know, you never know what you're going to come across at a university. The resources are, are always going to be there for you. And I think I really think that's the place to kind of rediscover yourself and to get a new interest. No, I super agree with that because I um I went to an art school in Chicago. But before I went, like I didn't go straight out of high school. Before I went to my school in Chicago, I went to a community college. And um, I got to really explore when I was there because I think like, this class and this class and dance class and all these uh, and like astrology and yeah, no, astronomy, not astrology. Yeah, not astrology. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> they taught astronomy, not astrology. <laughs> astronomy is the scientific thing. Astrology is not. Um, but, like, that's the beauty of college is that you can take multiple classes. In fact, I know people that, like, went to school for, like, a specific art form. And then they were, the, like, requirements was, like, you need to take three classes of other art forms outside mm-hmm. of your specific, like, identified thing. And uh, I have a, I know someone that is a glass artist and he was like literally everyone that like happened to take a glass art class because it was required to take three other classes, all of them switched. Like that's the thing about college. It's growing and learning and changing. So he might find that he wants to be a plumber. And that's a perfectly fine place to learn that at a community. Oh yeah. We need Mm -hmm. more of those applied types of jobs. Like, hey, Please become a plumber. We have a shortage of them, and you get paid really well for it. Yeah, pulling hair out of drains is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I agree. It's uh, just stay in there and and and, you know, just make your major liberal liberal studies. If anything, you get a little bit of everything there. I guess. So yeah, yeah. the whole the whole point. I really feel like the whole point of college is really to like. Learn who you are and learn what you love that can be made in no, I don't wanna I don't wanna put well, those about exploring. What? It's really about exploring, especially the first two yeah. years of college. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, the first two especially. I'm like, I wanna be like, learn what you love that makes you money and that's not always the same thing. Learn what you can stand which makes you money, but that sounds <laughs> yep, a little right. bit too like Pessimistic. Util- yeah. yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Like, utilitarian. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say utilitarian, but I was like, that's maybe not right. Pessimistic. Pessimistic. I can't even speak yeah. anymore. I want you to explore and learn in these points of your life. Yeah. First off, see a therapist. Right. Yes. Or your doctor. Right. And or your doctor. Yeah. 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 There's. I mean, I feel like everyone feels this at some point in time but like uh, loss of motivation I mean, if it's an extended period of time he needs to really see a doctor yeah exactly or she sorry she he or she needs to see a doctor meh see a doctor yeah meh yeah meh meh, meh. <laughs> drew thank you so much for joining yeah. us tonight yeah thank you for having me it's uh it was it was a lot of fun 
um, try. We try. Are we going to be on your show? Yeah. Yes. We're, doing? we're recording on Wednesday. Jennifer. Wednesday, Jennifer. Oh, okay. okay. Good. Mark your, your calendars. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know that. I think that's actually what I have in my calendar, and not today's date. No. Oh. No. It's Five, four, four. No, I, don't, I don't have that on my calendar. Okay. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm free because I'm home. That's all four I do. Four days from now. Like, it'll be <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. We'll just, I mean, we'll, I'll have a, a different beer. You guys are, are, you're, you're more than welcome to have whatever you'd like to, to have. And, uh, I'm going to drink a beer. Yes. Yeah, I have, I have a brewery down the street for me that I can walk to. Oh yeah. Well, that's I'm great. I'm drinking a beer right now. Arcadia. I've had Arcadia on the show a couple times. It's good oh, stuff. Yeah? Oh yeah, nice. But they're on my Untapped. Do you guys have? Do you have Untapped? I keep calling you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, do no, you, you're do fine. you two have Untapped? Guys, girls, okay. I did have an Untapped, but I haven't updated it in years. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm we're on there for the just for the show. Uh, okay. Just dudes with brews. Uh, uh, you can find us on there, and uh, we we just mark every every we just check in every beer that we have on the episodes. I That's, like that. Yeah. Uh, do you so, want to give us your website and stuff? Yeah. Can you tell us where people can find you? Yeah, you can. Uh, Twitter is probably where you get the most interaction out of us. Uh, and by us, it, me, I do all the social media stuff. Rob, Rob really is just along for the ride. Um, but he he's, <laughs> he does a, he does a good he does a good <laughs> job. Um, uh, at dudes on a porch on Twitter, uh, dudes on a porch at gmail.com If you want to email us for whatever reason, uh, we have a, a T public site for like merch and stuff. Um, okay. I don't know the direct link because it like it, if you just go to T Public oh and search in I'll dudes with brews, you you can get it. Um, <laughs> and I make like two dollars off of every shirt, which is like not nice. not a lot, yeah. but um you know. And then uh um yeah, dudes with brews on a porch on any on any podcast thing. We're not on Spotify because sometimes we play music, and I guess that's against the rules. Oh, um so uh yeah, but uh, it's on it's like. The official website's dudes with on a porch dot dot com because I'm too cheap to buy my own domain. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually did pay for the our own domain at least. <laughs> I think it's only an extra two dollars. I should probably just do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh but yeah. Give yeah. us a listen. And uh we'll look forward to to talking to you again soon. And uh-huh. uh yeah, just uh keep on keep on giving the great advice. Thank you so much for listening to inebriated input. I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us so other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us. <laughs> and please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions. And we promise that we will keep your name out of it. <laughs> okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com. If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay. okay. Thanks. thanks. Bye. 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 bye.